0: Ba-ba, ba-ra-ba Ba-ba, ba-ra-ba Ba-ba, ba-ra-ba The Chippa this, the Chippa this They shoot the shit They shoot, they shoot the shit Shoot, 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 shoot shit, shit, shit Shooting the shit with Chippa Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another fun-filled episode of Shooting the Shit with Chippa. As always, I am Chris Chipman, a.k.a. The Chippa. Um, this episode is a very, very special um, episode for Salem Horror Fest 2021. You've probably heard me running reviews. This is my first interview of this season. Um, before I get into who my very special guest is for this interview, I'd like to thank my $15 or more patrons, as I always do. You are Aaron Moriarty, Andrew Kraus, Seth Comfort, collaborating online, Seth Decker, Shore Hansen, Gusted, Robert V. Aldrich, Mike the Gatherer, Kevin CV, Alex Peregrine, Alex Shaw, Geeks with Shields, Green Goblin, Patricia Chipman, Brendan Agnew, Christopher Finnick, and G.D. And to my newest patron, Melissa, uh, Melissa, oh bleg, Marissa McCool, um, whose show, uh, but I've heard of it, I've been on, uh, Marissa is fantastic. All of her podcasts are fantastic and you should check her out. Thank you so much for joining the support system. And with that, my guest today is Paul Owens here to talk about his Incredibly awesome, and I can't wait to discuss it more. And unique film Landlocked that um, had a premiere at Salem Horror Fest this year. Um, Paul is also the winner of the George A. Romero Fellowship for the festival this year. Paul, introduce yourself to the internets.
1: Hey, internets, how's it going? Is it okay if I call you the Chippa? Yeah,
0: you can right? call me the Chippa, you can call me Chris, you can call me that guy. <laughs> chip anything anything you want and uh because i didn't do a um a plug um you know we'll just say this episode is brought to you by the salem horror fest because the salem horror fest and Kay lynch and everybody that runs it are amazing um they've allowed me to see these movies as a critic which is wonderful and uh it's just great to be a part of it and great to support it um so paul um how are you Mm -hmm. oh not bad Cool. Yeah. Where, where are you situated right now as we're talking?
1: Ooh, San Francisco.
0: Oh, very cool. Hanging out. And you were out here last weekend, you said, um, yeah. for, for the festival. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, but before we get into the movie, tell me a little bit about that. How was that experience? You ever been out this way before?
1: No, I've never been to Salem. I'm from Jersey, though. I grew up in Jersey and went to school in Philadelphia and at some point moved out to SF here and yeah, I've been here a while now. But yeah, so it was great to be back on the East Coast. It, uh, Salem, I'd never been there, and it was a great town. Felt like wish it wasn't so so crowded though. That was it was kind of insane.
0: Oh yeah, and it gets God, this was small capacity in comparison to what it's normally like around here. You know, you it's it's a little a little intense.
1: Yeah. So, but yeah, it's great.
0: Awesome. So, um, how did you? Uh, yeah, but before getting into the, the, the film proper, how did you um find out, like, that you wanted to put it into the festival?
1: Uh, I mean, I was just looking around for different festivals and some of them, I mean, I don't have a great knowledge of that stuff, really, and some of them was like, oh, I've heard of this one, I'll submit it to this. And, and Salem, I kind of heard of it and I was like, let oh, me check this out. And I was like, oh, this is, this is really cool, actually, and some really neat stuff. And I was like, oh, look at all this cool. And it got the award, too. And so i don't know it was like oh this seems cool and i went for it and it happened i don't know i didn't think about it too much yeah <laughs> to oh, well that's great
0: I, it just as someone who's not been involved in in that side of it i just find it you know fascinating how people get involved i just prior to us recording um i did something new that i'd never done um two weeks ago a group of friends that i know through podcasting run a film company and they've had me um you know edit scripts and be like a co-writer on stuff for them before and Mm. they were like oh we're doing the 72 hour film fest we want you on our writing team i ended up (laughs) co-writing both of their movies and one and one of them made it into the finals and we just found out five minutes ago
1: oh nice
0: so that was pretty cool
1: (laughs) hey so i'm gonna ask you some questions now
0: yeah (laughs) one of us Um, but I've I've uh, made movies with my friends in the past. You know, everyone likes to sure. stick around sure. with cameras. You know, we. But uh, it it's just always fascinating, especially with the Salem Festival, because you get a mix of like things that almost have a professional level of backing, and then mm. things that are just DIY with a couple of people, and yeah. they put yeah. they put them on the same playing field together, and I yeah. think that's wonderful because it it, you know, it allows you to see, wow, you know, like I've, I've watched movies for this festival before that I'm like, really, that was just two guys. Like that <laughs> thing, that thing looked like a movie Bloomhouse would have put out, yeah. you know, yeah. and it, it, it's just amazing. And so that, that gets me to, uh, you know, to your, your incredible little movie. And I, I want to, I want to hear more um, about like what, what caused landlocked? Like where, where, <laughs> where is the original idea to make this?
1: phew jesus that's so hard um i mean if you want to go all the way back you could say that my dad he uh you know he he loves the lottery he plays the lottery a lot and uh one time he actually won a couple thousand bucks through it and he this was late 80s 88 maybe and he got a vhs camera and and kind of just started filming everything and i that was kind of the start because uh you know, we use that camera for goofing off and making our own movies and doing stop motion and whatever. whatever oh yeah, and,
0: me too. You know,
1: you know how it goes. You know, you know. and uh, so that was kind of the beginning. Just, just him getting the camera, and we didn't know we were already shooting the movie. You know, thirty-five years ago, and and uh, so that, that was kind of the craziest part, seeing it in theater and just being like, "Wow, this was. Who knew that this was gonna." happen it's just I don't know it boggles my mind sometimes but I guess you could say that was the beginning and then um jump forward to 2005 I uh graduated from college and kind of didn't know what I was doing with myself and was miserable and just like I don't know what, what am I gonna do and I moved back home and obviously that made me happy no not really it made me really even worse <laughs> so I was kind of just sticking around the house kind of like the guy in the movie is at the start just kind of not doing anything and looking through old stuff and trying to reconnect with the past almost because I feel like I'd gone away to college and I'd kind of forgotten about everything I had been or was and on purpose you know and I came back and was just like what is what is this place I don't I have you know I was trying to rebuild my connection to it and I found all the home the home, home videos, and I hadn't seen them in such a long time. It just like, it uh, just blew me away. Just watching them again and being like, "Wow, it's crazy!" Like just, and the house was so different at that point because uh, my mom had moved out, and like a lot, of my my older brother moved out, and you know, it wasn't the same place as it was, and it it definitely felt a little halted in in a way, and um, just looking at the videos and then looking around the house, it just seemed like. An obvious thing to do, like, hey, maybe, maybe there's something here where we could uh, pull a fast one on the audience and do something no one's ever seen before. I hope, anyway.
0: No, and that's that. That's exactly how I felt, you know. And and so people don't that haven't seen it that are hoping to see it, you know, whether through the virtual um, presentation at Salem Horror Fest or anywhere else you're playing. I know you're at. Was it Night Shift? Uh-
1: <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> That's a good movie. Uh, no, night stream,
0: night stream. I I've, I've done, I think I did night stream last year. They, they all kind of jammed together cause a lot of the movies, um, but that's awesome. But, uh, what I was going to say is, you know, to give people an idea that the main crux of this movie is like you said, a guy goes back home, he's looking around the house, finds an old VHS camera. Um, and he's able to see depending on what he sets the VHS camera to what was happening in that area where he's pointing the camera at that time period. So he's got one eye in the present and one eye in the past. And I, it, it sent shivers down my spine when that first <laughs> started happening because, you know, I grew up with a dad that filmed everything. And in fact, I feel I've learned more about my father after his passing mm. from looking back on all the videos. Cause it's like most of the time he's behind the camera. So I'm seeing yeah. things I remember from his perspective oh wow and it's it's just a weird like it, it it really there's something like you said ghostly about looking back like it's not necessarily scary or sad even it's just like this weird nostalgia of like but i can still go to that place and see it now and almost hear the video and then you hmm. made a movie out of that <laughs> and it yeah. i i don't think there's a person from our generation that's going to watch this and not be completely shook by that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what I'm hoping. I mean, it it does seem like there's something there and maybe it's just our generation. I don't know. I mean, it could be maybe phones of the future and the next generation will have their own thing, but um, there's just, there's definitely some some weird connection that people feel to the concept. Um, And I mean, I think it's just a weird wish fulfillment. I think it's, I mean, I would love to have this camera and that would be, Oh would be, yeah. I mean, I would totally end up exactly like the characters in the movie. Uh, I don't want to say too much, but, um. yeah, I
0: don't, I don't want to blow the whole story <laughs> for people. I did, I did, I do want to ask you some, um, with, without, and we could also do it offline at the end, but talk about a sure. few things that I, that I felt were, was really cool. But one of the, one of the things that I really loved about the setup of the movie was that, that opening bit. And now, now. You, your father is is the father, mm-hmm. and you and your brothers are the main characters with your same names. That's right, which is really cool. And and you know the movie follows Mason, and then you're you're the brother who shows up first, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. The first
0: one. You're the first one who then <clears throat> we see again, which is is one of those. I'm like, what mm-hmm. the hell is? <laughs> and it, it, it's just it's so it's so well done because it gets it gets weird. But it doesn't get weird with like a bombast with like a stinger, you uh. know, or, or like it's just kind of like, all right, well now we just kind of go along with this guy and see more and more and more what's going on. But mm. I I like that it's there's never like a sense of dread about any of it. It's, it's like ma- the more Mason's finding, even though it gets creepy and it gets weird, it's like it was meant to be. Like you know, almost like he's been, and, and I don't know if that's what you, what you meant with the title and everything else. Like, wh- where would the title come from? That's something I've been trying to deduce because it can mean many things, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm hesitant to explain it because if it means a lot to you, then I don't want to tread on that with some oh, stupid cool. explanation. Really? <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. No, I'll I'll just I'll just say you know I. I I, I like the idea because it's like the, the memories are locked there. The people are locked there. And, and mm. I love Mason's, you know, he has to get recognition from his brothers of, do you think it's a bad idea that the house is being torn down? Mm. And he never really gets a good answer. And it's like, why is the dad, why does the dad need to get rid of it? Mm. You know, like, is is that just like, okay, I need to get my sons to come back. Like what, what is it? You know? And it's like, I Oh, Oh, wish- <laughs> good question <laughs> yeah, I, I like that though because I, I like that you, you bring up you know I, I said to someone that was asking me well how could you describe it and I'm like it's like someone invented a new genre of found footage because it's not a found footage <laughs> movie, but no it's, it, is,
1: it, it is the only true found footage movie let's say how about
0: that right because right, your footage <laughs> is real <There's> not, <laughs> yeah. and, and I think that's amazing like you you can't you can't fake what you did in this movie that's true you're in, you're in the real place that all of the footage was taken really looking disheveled and ready to go now like when you point the camera and in the old footage the trees are smaller and the kids are little that's because <laughs> that's exactly how that looked 20 yeah. years ago and there's no amount of set dressing and digital effects that can pull that off as well as you did
1: what a great recap wow you're you very astute
0: <laughs> oh, no, thank you. No, I just it, it blows me away. And the more like so, how how long were you making this thing?
1: Who, um, uh, like I said, when I came back home, um, I was starting to get the ideas. The home video thing kind of kicked it off, and I wrote the first draft of the script in like two thousand six. Um, and at at the time, I was going to play the main part myself, and then I just sort of talked myself out of that at some point, and. Uh, it would have been a bad idea. Bad idea. I don't know how that would have worked. But and then um, I eventually told Mason, my younger brother, about it. And um, he really flipped for the idea because he, like me, has a weird fascination with the home and sort of our upbringing, which was unusual. And just like everything to do with what you see in the movie, he's just as fascinated as I am. So he was, I knew he could at least be counted on to be the main actor and then I could... You know, depend on him. Whatever we had to do, and there was some terrible stuff I put him through, and he was okay. Now, now we're fine. But you know, at the time we were maybe not on the best terms. Having done some of the stuff I had him do, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean,
0: how many? How many times did you blow the dust face? <laughs> <laughs> <There's one. laughs>
1: uh, Just 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 once or twice. Once or twice. The hard, the harder stuff was crawling around in in the dirt under the house.
0: Uh huh. Like,
1: Stuff like that was uh, a little rough. But, now, uh,
0: uh, we uh, got through it. <laughs> have Have you ever heard of a book called House of Leaves? Oh, yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. OK,
0: so I got strong that, yeah. that book vibes from what you were doing here, yeah. particu- particularly with the imagery. Mm. That you that you used, and and again, I'm I'm going to skirt around, not going into too much detail, but like there's a lot of things in involving bugs and things of that nature that I went, <laughs> oh, okay. Well, there <laughs> are
1: just a lot of bugs around, and but, there were a lot you, of bugs growing up, so that, that's kind of part of that. Yeah.
0: But you focused, and and then they're like kind of like not necessarily foils, but it kind of gave like a, I don't know, like a nature taking over. I don't, I don't know. There was a yeah. lot of stuff going through my head. Oh, exactly, um, yeah. And oh, but and I wanted to now that I've, you know, found you you guys or you found me on Facebook, I wanted to there say on here how amazing the poster that Mason drew for this. Oh,
1: yeah. Isn't that good?
0: Yeah. Oh, it's creepy. <laughs> it, it's really well done.
1: He, he, and was, that's, he was kind of doing a scary stories to tell in the dark.
0: Yeah. A little, a little, oh yeah. A
1: little bit. Just a bit.
0: But no, that that cause you can get all those things out of this. You know, the I, I really loved the um the sequence in the film where the woman comes in did you say hey i heard they were tearing this down and i oh, lived yeah. here before you mm. you know or after i'm not really sure i'm assuming the father the idea is the dad was still living there no he died there so of course quote unquote yeah it was um, just the
1: previous family was the idea yeah. that it and in. i
0: i loved the setup of we used to hide in there just for that mm. one little quick piece of imagery of we're not just seeing your main characters past we're seeing the past of the whole house.
1: Yeah. And
0: it's, yeah. it's, it's really cool. And it just, it just helps give it more layers. And I, I love movies that don't feel the need to explain all the threads.
1: Thank God for you. Cause I, I mean, that's, that's so much of the movie is not explaining no, no exposition. There's only one line of exposition in the movie. And that is we're tearing down the house. Yeah. And that's, that's repeated by different characters and different permutations, but that's kind of, was the goal to make one line of exposition um, work. And
0: I got to say, your, your choice to have Mason or his choice, a lot of the emotional arc of the movie revolves on his facial expressions, right? It's, yeah. it's, almost, it's almost a tad Spielbergian in that effect. Like, like, you're watching the film's point of view, filming him watching stuff and kind of like stepping back and looking around you know i'm like well what 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 you know and then when he kind of is more in a trance almost taken over by wanting to see more and wanting to learn more the the performance there was quite good
1: oh yeah he's he's amazing i mean he um he's been acting in my since my student film days yeah he um And I was a sophomore in college and came home and had to shoot a film and was like, "Ah, I'll just use my family. We'll see how it works out. And I put him in a movie and, you know, within two seconds of seeing a reaction shot from him, like, damn, this kid. And he's 12 or 13. And I was like, damn, this this kid can act. This, This kid is like a natural at this. And I basically used him as a. As the main character in all the other movies I've done with him, and he's he's basically just another version of me. So it works out to have like a doppelganger. You can just stick in a movie and be like, yeah, that's me, and he's going to play it. And so it works out for me. It's great.
0: Yeah, that's that's awesome. I uh, you you had said, and and I I don't want to dig into it if it's if it's something you know uncomfortable or bad. But yeah. you had said a non-standard, different upbringing. You know that you what what I'm. Um, I, and again i don't want to pry but like is no no what what did you it, mean by that
1: it was it was just kind of a charmed childhood and um we had a lot of property and you know we had like a creek back there like you see in the movie oh yeah in and four wheelers riding around and you know it's just like kind of just like a bunch of guys you know left to their own devices my mom was there too obviously but uh
0: well, then that, that was kind of more, I didn't want it to be, I wasn't sure if it was a sad thing there and I didn't, no, want to no, cry. No, but um, it just, you know, a, the movie focuses only on the father and son's relationship is like a, you know, it, it, it really, and, and again, I could be completely reading my own story from it, <laughs> but, but my, my, my father got, got really sick and, and was an alcoholic for a very long mm-hmm. period of time. And he held on. If you went into the house, he was either watching star Trek, the next generation or his mm-hmm. home movies. Like uh-huh. that was like, and it was like, when he watched them, he was okay. Oh, wow. You know, like it was like, and so this, this movie hit me in a, at a thing of like, you know, cause I'm, I'm reading into the, the character your father is playing, not necessarily who your father was in real life, but the, the character he's playing and it rides this fine line between is there some sort of like like, well-meaning but ill-advised thing mm. that is being perpetrated here? Like, I'm sending you all this video. The house is going to be torn down. I want you all to come back and and be at this place one last time. And then the third act of your movie happens. <laughs> and then it's like, okay. Yeah. and And that went right into, okay. It, like, my brain went to this is someone who can't let go mm. and and yeah. not necessarily in a toxic way but in like a like a sad like is this a is this a happy chain of events mm. like what you you know and, and and i like that i don't know how i feel yeah
1: and i, and mean, I, I want
0: and i want viewers to not know until they watch it <laughs> too you know
1: <laughs> No, i mean i don't even know how i feel sometimes sometimes i look at the movie and i'm and it's it's a dream come true, almost. I don't know. Um, sometimes it's really sad.
0: It's it is. Hard, it's so. it's it's kind of devastating, actually, because it's you know it's about loss, and it's about nostalgia and trying to reclaim the good part. Yeah. You know, and um, whether reclaiming the good part if you push it too far. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. um, I I was wondering, you know, using your real home movies is a is quite a choice. And and getting getting family involved, uh, uh, you know, and there's nothing in the movie that, you know, paints anyone in the characters your family play as bad people, I'd say. But no. there's, you know, the, the reframing of events was there like was everybody kind of all in or were they like, eh, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> <laughs> they
1: they kind of didn't know what was going on most of the time. Um, oh, cool. It was kind of like, like, my mom still hasn't seen the movie, and I'm, I'm excited for her to, because she didn't know what the hell. She she plays the woman that comes by the house. Yeah, yeah, um, I read that. That's Yeah, cool. yeah. And she, honestly, apart from her little sequence, doesn't know what the rest of the movie is about. So the the only thing I told her was there was a woman that actually used to come by the house because she had actually lived there before and always wanted to look at it. Like this was a real person that would always come by the house and just to look at it. And she would actually talk about the closet and how her and her sister used to play in there and my mom having known about that i was like oh you should play that part then so that was kind of her playing that version of that that moment that had come by so there's a lot in there that even though it's not the vhs home movies it's recreating stuff that actually happened or stuff that could have happened you know it's very it's very documentary in a way because there are, there are scenes that are legit real, like the home movies, and then there are recreations, I guess you could say. And then there's other scenes that are just outright, you know, creations from, from the script. And uh, I guess you never know which one it is, really. So. I was going
0: to say, I, I think the, <laughs> uh, of all the accolades that I'm going to keep giving this thing, because I really do mean it, 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 it's just so damn unique, um, is uh, the fact that I couldn't tell you. Nice. <laughs> I couldn't tell you just watching it, you know which things, and and especially when you start blurring the lines of reality, mm. uh, as I would put it, you know of okay, are you watching a pre-recorded thing? Is this your character's point of view? Is this something else? When it starts getting trippy and David Lynch esque, <laughs> um, nice. you know it it uh, it it really um it really earns that because they set up you you set up I wouldn't call them rules as much as you set up this is the tone and you don't ever break that,
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: you know, um, your, your character doesn't become, you know, like superhero, like horror movie protagonist running through, trying to solve a problem. It's very, it's the curious still, well, I'm probably going to find something, you know, awesome. And I'm kind of into this and I want to uncover more (laughs) and, and also weird stuff is going on. And I now see dust where there wasn't dust and, and who knows what else, um, there was there was a thing that I didn't know if it was something that I was just not supposed to know because I wasn't local or if it was something mm. that when you and or, or sorry, when um Mason and your other brother are driving to pick up parts to work on the yeah. car, uh-huh. they see the guy walk by and mm. he said, and I didn't I watched it twice. I couldn't catch what he called him.
1: Uh, he says the walking man.
0: Oh, uh. I thought he said Milwaukee man. <laughs> and I'm like, well, so the walking man. Okay. And I. I yeah. My, my takeaway from that is it's, you know, Mason has seen a bunch of stuff the other brother hasn't. So he's starting to, like, am I seeing ghosts now? Is that, <laughs> that's kind of what I took yeah. from it. But, but well, there was
1: a walking, there was a guy that used to just walk everywhere in our town, like walk up to the next town, like 20 miles a day and back. Mm-hmm. And everyone called him the walking man and he would just be walking up and down the road all day and you'd see him. Um, eventually I found out he passed away. Um, but yeah, that was kind of just a local legend that we kind of just slipped in there and it
0: well, probably it confuses
1: adds, people, but it's in No, there. I,
0: it, it <laughs> doesn't confuse me. It, it, it adds a cool red herring to it, especially oh, interesting. especially when the character later on, you know, the least the way I took it, is the Mason doesn't need the camera to see the past anymore mm. after a while. And so it's like, is that, you know, it, it, it's an earlier on thing to kind of go, okay, something weird is happening here. And Mason is constantly trying to check himself to see if he's actually seeing what's what's going on around him or not, even before it gets really weird, you know, and um, I I really like that. I I also liked, um, you know, I like the the finding of the camera and then your character immediately throwing it in the trash with no (laughs) discussion, no explanation. And I went even getting through the movie twice and I still sit there and go, I want to know. (laughs) <laughs> why you're so spooked to that camera <laughs> you know because even after we see where the characters end up again i'm mm. still scratching my head to kind of go okay but <laughs> like does that mean that he knows something or is it just something that spooked him out from his childhood mm. it, it's all it's very like what <laughs> and, and i love that's yeah. not a negative why. that's a like <laughs> there's a whole other movie there you know, and, and, and I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and again, how did this come together? Did did the idea kind of go, okay, I have these videos. How can I turn that into a movie? Or is it you have a narrative and now you're like, okay, I, I start digging through my old home movies to figure out what fits in in the best place?
1: Yeah, sort of. It was just, uh, you know, reviewing them all and just seeing, like, what what can we play upon from the real world as it currently is versus what used to be? And, you know, there's obvious stuff like in the movie, you see like the old above ground pool that used to be I there. I love it. Now just like yeah. a deck going to nowhere, basically. Um, and yeah, that was that was an obvious one where it's like, shit, OK, that's good. And the clubhouse and just the house itself, it just seemed, I don't know, everything just fell into place in a way that's like so obvious. That we were seriously like, does no one ever thought to do this? Like, it just seems so obvious. Like, how come no one has ever done this before? And maybe someone has, and we just don't know about it. No, but... they,
0: they they definitely haven't. Um, and not that I'm, not, <laughs> not, I'm the authority, but you know I what is, Right. <laughs> I, I I was thinking about because immediately when he picked up the camera and was bringing it up to his face, I go, if he <laughs> sees a different year through this, I am gonna jump up and down and applaud. That's oh just God. where my brain went. And the only reason it went there is because I am one of the few people I know that absolutely adores the Tony Scott film Deja Vu. Have you ever seen this movie?
1: Oh, I never, never saw it. Is that okay. time
0: travel? It, it, it well, it kinda is. So, oh. what they did in that man, and this is this is not to take anything away from yours. It just it reminded me of it. There's. <laughs> the characters are able to put on like a Google glass basically before it existed and see a certain amount of days into the past. So they have a chase sequence in the movie where the guy is trying to follow someone from four days ago to find out where they went, but Mm -hmm. has to make their way through now today traffic so one eye is looking there and one oh, eye is looking uh, this the past cool. and the minute i saw this i went it's like my favorite scene in deja vu and it's going to be a whole movie of this <laughs> isn't it minute, yeah and, but then but then you oh, did man. so much more with the concept De- deja vu did it more well it was it was because they eventually time travel. they eventually rig the machine and figure out they can use it to actually transport a person and uh, solve the crime hmm. um but uh It's still a really cool concept, but I've never seen it done like this, you know, and I, I also, what, another thing that I love is there's, there's a wonderfully stark difference in the, I'm a cinematography buff. Mm. I, I'm not like a, you know, I'm not a crazy, like, I don't know everything about every lens. I just, I really like framing shots and stuff. And I've, I've always been the camera guy (laughs) of the group. So I loved the look you gave the movie when it was the movie shots mm. because it was a really good stark difference in exposure and lighting and everything else to what a VHS would look like so mm. it was very mm. clear when you were in one and when you were in another and then when you started blending it 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 just worked really well and i it, i don't know it just it felt very aesthetically pleasing the way you did it instead of like starkly like rough you know like kind of like sometimes movies like the movie traffic like intentionally has depending Mm -hmm. on where we are in the movie there's a starkly different exposure and lighting and and um uh size of the screen and it's meant to throw you off instead in this it's like they casually merged together (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, and 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 I thought that was really cool because after huh. a while, your character is walking and he's now filming the movie, and right. so it, it it they kind of blend, and I really liked that.
1: Thanks, man. Yeah, that was uh, that was just something that we started doing it, and it was like this feels right, and we kept going, and and there we go. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I I like. <laughs> I, and, and, and I don't know if any of these were recreations and I, I won't ask you to tell me which were and which weren't. OK, but there's some great, great moments in the flashback footage or sorry, the the filming 1988 or 1992. But now mm-hmm. where your father breaks the fourth wall. And like looks at our character. And I don't want to know which ones were staged and which ones weren't, but if that's (laughs) just the way your dad was, he's a creepy, creepy dude. (laughs) Because he like like looked into my soul a couple of times. I'm like, why is he staring at me? Like, (laughs) does he know (laughs) what's going on?
1: He might. You never know. He might.
0: Now, I I don't want to um I don't want to go into what this particular thing means. Cause And what it's supposed to be, because I don't want to blow it for <laughs> no for folks. But I just want to commend the, the scene with the dust man. And I'm going yeah. to say this. The way you shot that, even though it's just VHS picking up something that's not there being there. Mm. The backlighting through the windows to add to the effect is like... It just brought me back to like DIY shooting movies with my dad's (laughs) old VHS with my brother and going, how are we going to make this look creepier? Just put the windows behind him. It's going to look awesome. (laughs) You know, and it it really, really added because I had to watch it twice and then read the credits because the first time I'm like, oh, crap, is there going to be a fire at some point in this? Like, that's where my brain went like is this is this a smoldering person like and then I and then I'm like oh okay I get what they're doing here now. All okay, right get it? at least it's I good. think I do <laughs> but but I'll talk to you well, offline after because I want I want I mean
1: yeah everyone has a different take on that and I think I mean that's that's good I think I'm okay with that And someone had a really fascinating one that was um, they thought the dad had been cremated. And that oh, was why. And I was like, I, I like that. And that's, that's kind of,
0: of, that's part of where my brain went.
1: Yeah. Or, you know, some people have said like died in the fire or, or whatnot. Well, that, that's like, where
0: I, and I got really worried because I'm like, oh, that's mm-hmm. going to be horrifying. Like just seeing what you were able to pull off. I'm like, oh, I, oh God, like, yeah. I don't, I don't think I want to see this. Like, are, are all of our characters just going to go up in flames at some yeah. point in this? <laughs> like. <laughs>
1: The, one of the things that is the coolest for me is just everyone has a different take on it mm. like that. And um, when that person told me that, I was like, wow, that's so much better than what I had in mind. That's great. Um, oh, it's
0: a real good one. So
1: that's kind of when I stopped explaining it to people is when I found out everyone else had better ideas. And I was like, oh, that's cool. That's really smart. Let's do that. So,
0: It's a unable to be erased from your memory visual. Like what would it and and I I love what it does. I love that whole, oh, something's not here now. Mm. So and it's it's like great. It's like, well, I know this camera can show me stuff. Let's go back to ten minutes ago. And I'm like, oh man. (laughs) I like it just, you know, I I I love setups like that. And you know, that's that's where in the Hollywood movie they'd start the, you know, montage score and you know, he'd strap on the camera and set up, and instead you just go at the same pace into it. Because the character is a living, breathing organism that's going to do things methodically and doesn't need a music cue, you know, to decide yeah. he's the hero. And I, I really like that. And and then after that, it just gets weird. And I love it for it.
1: Weird. Now, What's weird?
0: oh, you know, nothing, nothing at all. Everything nothing? is fine. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, cool. no, 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 no. I'm, I'm being silly. Um, but uh, so the the character crawling through ducting. Thing. Yeah. Is that, um? how how much of that is based on something, like, is there, like, a crawl space in your house that you loved hanging out in, and that's where that sort kind of. of, visual came from?
1: Sort of. I mean, the house is incredibly old. It was built in 1838 or something really crazy like that. Um, and, you know, there's been additions and subtractions and all sorts of repairs over the years but it kind of resulted in you know when i was living there like weird things that didn't make sense if you know it's sort of in a house of leaves kind of way where that's like,
0: that's the, the deeper we got into this movie i kept getting more <laughs> is he just adapting house of leaves no, At no, some no, point, I, is there going to be a minotaur like am i, I got
1: <laughs> i have to say i wrote the script before i ever read that book so when i was oh, reading it even the, whole, the whole time i was like really nervous because i was like is this going to be too similar and I read it, and I was like, okay, I think there's enough leeway where it's these can coexist.
0: But oh, it's, was... wholly, it's wholly different. Okay. The, the, okay. The, the, the old, but it's just when they start playing around with the, the size bending of the house. And, you know, I, I used to have dreams yeah. when I was a kid that the house I live in now, which was my grandmother's house, had a crawl space where you could get from mm. the top floor to the basement. Totally. And it doesn't. But like, I always like have this vision that like one day I'm going to find it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's exactly the thing. Cause in, in the house, not every room was like, it was like a real fixer upper for my dad. So not every room was like finished, let's say. So like the, the bedroom I lived in, the closet was never like properly done. So like, I never knew what was in there. Like it was just closed off. I couldn't go in there. So it was like, what would be in this closet? And like the attic was the same way. Like I, it wasn't until I was an adult before I finally was able to get up there and see, like, what was actually up there. And there's there's all sorts of weird stuff about the house just because it's so old and there's so many different, so many different things that just don't make sense about it. Um, and that's kind of where a lot of the weird, like, there's got to be a secret passage here. There's got to be a vent down to a place I haven't seen before. And even, like, the Dustman image is, like... You know, I'm sure for people that live in the country, they have this weird idea as well. But I was always afraid about, like, Manson family people just, like, showing up at my door, you know, and, like, yeah. just rounding a corner and there's a dark shape, you know. And that's sort of, like, that that deep-seated childhood fear of just, like, not knowing who, you know, anyone could just walk into your house. Like, as a kid, that's a real scary thing. Um, and so a lot of the stuff in the movie is just fears from childhood, like where what is this house what are who could be in it and what what's it hiding so
0: well and i you know you play on that even more where like the kids coming back to their own house have to break in
1: Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) and i'm like that it's it's such a small thing but it's very um it's very like you you never go outside of how you could interpret the the ending visuals for example it It never goes to like a, this is an evil, dangerous haunted place and you never should have gone here and now you're screwed. Even though Mm -hmm. it, you could have done that with the same tricks you had here, but you didn't do that. You left it way more ambiguous, but Mm -hmm. it has, if you go back, it has little nods to that. Like, Oh, I I have to put an effort to get in here, Mm -hmm. you know? and then each brother like always leaving with something, but it, it never really seems to be the thing they were really like, it's like, okay, I have to take something, but then you, you catch like another view of them, like being more taken by something else. It's Mm -hmm. always like the, the second thing the movie shows you, like, you know, even, um, the whole time, uh, Mason was in there watching the video, trying to get the birth video, the red videotape. I I love, I love that little addition. Mm -hmm. Um, the the red videotape to play and doesn't hear his brother till the second time he comes in the house. Right. right, And then we have that thing later. Oh, the brother came in and like took a guitar, you know, and it's like, okay, that's probably innocuous. But at the same time, it's like, now we're there. It it almost is framed in like a devious, like he, he, like he wanted to get something before his brother saw it. And then there's always the confusion of, well, there's two cars here. So where are my brothers? (laughs) They weren't here five minutes ago. You know, and it's like, oh, what's going on here? And I, I just, I, I, I love that that's always played as almost like in a, have, have you watched, um, the stuff Mike Flanagan has been doing on Netflix, the haunting of Hill house and haunting of Bly Manor.
1: No, I need to, I've seen Dr. Sleep, which I love. Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: Then he, it's, I love people that are able to give their characters space to just be, Mm -hmm. and he's very good at that. And that. That, you know, even though you're you're not doing the same kind of narrative movie, you're, you're hoping that your audience understands that this is not necessarily acting as much as it is Mason is in his real childhood home, really looking at videos of himself as a kid. There's real emotion there. And you kind of just let that drive the narrative mm. instead of there needing to be exposition. And I think that's great.
1: Thanks. Wow, you really you really like this movie, huh?
0: I I do a lot, and that's why I watched it twice. Cuz <laughs> oh the first the first time through I uh I I loved it but was had even more confused thoughts of what I thought the whole last 20 minutes meant. And oh. I'm, I'm and I'm still confused, but not in a um bad way, just in a oh, I just want to talk talk more. <laughs> and and I like I like that you want people to do that with it. Instead sure. of going, oh yeah, I wrote it with one definitive answer. Like, have you ever yeah. seen Have you ever seen Donnie Darko? Sure. Okay, yeah. so I love that movie and hate the director's cut. And the oh, reason I, I hate
1: director's th- cut does it explain <laughs> everything?
0: It does, and wow. it's like, and and again, you know what? Good on him that he had an explanation for all of it, but his <laughs> explanation is not at all what I made up in my head, and I yeah. don't like it. <laughs> yeah. you know. I, mean,
1: I, I can remember my mom and I really bonding over that movie just just talking about what it what it could mean, you know. And and that would have never happened if it had been so cut and dry. So I mean, I'm thankful for that movie for giving me, you know, a nice thing to talk about with my mom for a while. That's so, wonderful.
0: That's awesome. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's good. So, but what um, do you think the ending means? What do you think it meant? <laughs>
0: in Donnie Darko? <laughs> no, in this movie. <laughs> the, your movie? Oh, you you want me to about say, it. Do you want me to say what I think? Um, I, I'll i say what I think without blowing it necessarily because I, I, I think if it's me mm-hmm. and I had to put my personal like if I was in the shoes of your of any of these characters but I'd say particularly your dad the character he played in this is he obviously didn't have a lot of regret but had a lot of he seemed to be alone by himself pining for the relationship and the life he had with his kids through these videos. And whether you want to take the very literal, um, that want personified itself in some sort of force that got his kids to come back for whatever reason, or if you take it that he was able to find a way to live in those memories forever, I could go two ways with it thinking that but the final shot of the movie going from we're seeing the filmed shot of what we think is going on to Mason asking hey are we safe down here to then the quick cut to the camera that was recording and then someone that was in the room and the other shot isn't there now. And I went, whoa, that's where I get these chills going. Is there something devious here? Like, is the dad doing the, I need to get this house destroyed because all of this stuff that where I take as a very positive of Mason seeing his whole life. The dad realizes that if you don't let go of that, it'll consume you. And it's like, does Mason deserve that to happen to him? I don't know. And do all the brothers deserve what supposedly happens to all of them in my eyes? It, it's, it's, it's very, I'm having this flip flop between whether it's a happy ending or not. It's very hard, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't, you know, I don't want to say
0: anything. No, no, no. <laughs> and I, but, but does it, does it, is it help? Does it good for you to hear people like oh, yeah. talk about it like that? I, I hope mean, that's just... not like a bummer. Like, oh man, yeah. you didn't get it at all. Chris, damn it. No, no, no. <laughs>
1: I mean, it was always meant to be whatever you want it to be.
0: And I it's, think it's very that, bittersweet because I, I think yeah. if the the first time I watched it, I was very like depressed. Oh, you know, for no four or four hour. And then the second time I watched it, I'm like, well, they all seem kind of happy with what they're watching, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So maybe, maybe this is like what it was all meant to be. <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't know. Like, mm. but. It it's it's very interesting, especially you know your exposition with the dad. You know, hey, I'm I'm gonna the house is gonna be torn down. Don't worry, it's all taken care of. Almost like he needs to do it because he knows they wouldn't be able to carry through with it. Mm-hmm. And then, but after that, you can do whatever you want with the property. You know, yes. like make new memories. So it's like mm-hmm. it's like he's trying to move on. I I like I the, that. I like that you leave it ambiguous of to whether or not the dad knew he was sick, you know, mm-hmm. or, or what it was. It's just like, Hey, I, you know, I know that this video needs to go out to you guys. Cause I'm not going to be around. I do like the reveal a little later on that at least one of the brothers was there with him. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I, it, cause it adds to the, okay, how much since Mason was the one that was the furthest away That seems to be what they all keep saying oh you haven't been around here much have you it's it's like was there more of a the other two were in on whatever this is if you could be in on it or is it some other force going on i I also want to ask how many video how many video cameras of a similar vein did you have
1: uh just two we had the functional one we used and then we had a one that i bought uh actually it was already broken we, i was uh, gonna say
0: i hope it was already <laughs> broken because that that's such a relic it would be a shame to break
1: it someone else asked me that and i realize it's a concern for people so uh yeah it was it was already broken it's okay
0: was it already full <laughs> of weird bugs <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs>
1: yeah it's weird
0: no I, I i i like that that that's where it gets into the more like lynchian experimental mm-hmm. film stuff it's like okay what exactly is going on here? Like, I I, I know visually, I'm like, okay, so camera doesn't work anymore, and now our main character's eyes can see what the camera saw. I'm there. (laughs) You know what I mean? But at the same time, I'm like, oh, man, this could mean so many things.
1: Yeah. I mean, you're you're really the ideal viewer, um, I have to say. (laughs) Um, I I hope everyone thinks about this much, but, you know.
0: I can tell you that my friend Tim did, because him and I were... if you haven't listened to Cinema spections and I'll plug them on here too, they did a the first twelve films of Salem Horror Fest because they were there the night you premiered this. Um, their bit on Landlocked is the only other person's discussion of the movie I've listened to. Yeah, just because I wanted. That was so good. And I'm, you know, t- Tim. Tim literally says to me, "This could be my favorite movie of the year." That's and great. I'm like, and I'm like, you know, I'm I'm kind of right there with you because there's nothing like this, you know. the 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 only other thing I could compare it to, and this is not a quality comparison because this other movie was not going for quality. This movie was going for how bug nuts can we be? Was was James Wan's *Malignant*, and because uh-huh. because it, I got three quarters of the way through the movie and went, you actually let the people give you money to make this i'm so proud of you (laughs) i don't know if you've seen it but it's no i want
1: to i keep hearing that it's really crazy it
0: is off the rails
1: okay i gotta watch it it.
0: in the best way but just but your your movie you know is is on a on a different playing field than that because if if the drama in that movie doesn't work it's okay because it's trying to be campy if the drama in your movie didn't work then we wouldn't be having this conversation <laughs> no, this this long about yeah. what it all could mean because I, I care about the people you introduced to me in this movie and I feel for them and you know, whether it's a good journey or a bad journey that Mason goes on, I still can't decide. And I like that.
1: <laughs> me too. I mean, I think it's, I mean, really, I think it's made for, for people like you who maybe have seen too many movies And that's something that is not like any other movie. And I think that was pretty much the reason why I was like, I have to do this. Because first off, no one else could really do it like this way anyway. And it just, yeah, it was an idea that needed to be made. And yeah, I don't know. I think that's the proudest thing, just that there's nothing else like it. And And whatever you can say about the movie, even if you don't like it, you have to, I think, admit that there's nothing really like it. there's
0: there's nothing like it and it exists Uh, this is what i tell everyone you know (laughs) even even if even because i've i've brought on people for interviews for movies that i really didn't like and i'm not the kind of person because to me the discussion is not it doesn't all have to be oh i love this thing and i want to talk about it forever it could be wow you made a movie do you know how hard that is? <laughs> let's let let's talk about making yeah. a movie. Like I, I and you know and then you get people to open up about, yeah, well you know, we never really were able to figure out how to pull that off. And it's like, "Cool, yeah, tell me more about that. Like I want to know like what went into it." You know, you I always tell you like like the first Star Wars movie doesn't exist because it was easy to make. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? that that movie almost didn't happen because they were literally creating new technology to make it. So if, if you were able to make a film, even if it's just you know you and your buddies with a TikTok and an iPhone, go for it. You know, cause it's hard. We're making a podcast is hard, even though yeah. I like talking. Make having conversations is easy to me. But just make stuff. get it out there. let let tell show people who you are. And you, and you, you went one step further and just used, I mean, this is like, this is a further deep dive than even like Richard Linklater. And what was that movie out, <laughs>
1: boyhood. that he
0: did? You know what I'm talking about? Where like yeah, he boyhood, had boyhood. boyhood. Yeah. Where it's like yeah. he instead, no, but you, you like, you went and said, huh, well, we already did all of this recording and I'm going to turn it into something. And that
1: hear that Linklater did you one better? <laughs>
0: yeah, well, I if anyone was going to make a movie like this, it would have been him, and you beat him to it. So <laughs> yeah,
1: I love him though. I love oh Dave's he's great so much. I love he's that one. He's
0: great. You ever seen a Scanner Darkly?
1: Yeah, I saw in the theaters when it that first was, came out. That was him. Wow. Oh yeah. Oh, like yeah.
0: and it was just it was random. It's like wow, Linklater is going to do Philip K. Dick. Holy yeah. shit. <laughs>
1: that was surreal. I yeah. love that. One.
0: Yeah, he yeah. did a great job
1: um that was pre-keanu comeback that was like it, it Keanu was. In, the, in the doldrums there that was interesting
0: so you know obviously we've we've talked about a lot what it means to me and i and i love i give you so much credit for the the death of the author wanting the world to turn it into what it is but uh, w- without again getting your interpretation on it did you have like what what The the way the movie went together, did you know where you wanted it to go or did you kind of just have like ideas Mm. and it just kind of melded together, you know, because I could see like you obviously was the idea of a father leaving like a death video to Mm. his kids, like the first idea that came to your mind?
1: No, I mean... Really, the earliest stuff was coming, just coming back to the house, like just, just rediscovering the house. Um, And that's not a whole movie and it's only two minutes of the actual movie, but that was the starting place. But, um, yeah, no, um, what was the question again?
0: (laughs) I was just saying like, how, how did the, the, the story proper without, you know, having to divulge what the story necessarily is or means, but how did it come together? You know, was it, you know, that you had the bookends and then you fit stuff in the middle, or was it going to get the guy to the house and okay, here's how we get him there, and then how can we have that come back around in the third act? You know, like what? Because it's not it's not a standard structured movie. So
1: true. You know, a lot of it was just so much intuition. It's it's I weird love to it. just be like uh I didn't plan for this, but so much in the movie was happy accidents intuition and just trying to go with the flow and, and part of that was we had very little time even just prepping the movie i had basically no time it was like i flew out there we shot it and i flew back and the, sh- the shoot was only two weeks long what and we, we, we yeah hey, yeah wow and we just got everything we could and i flew back to san francisco and started to put it together and and so much of it yeah like the end that was the end for a long time, and now I, I can't imagine how it could have been anything different. Um, it's just, um, there's a quote I keep coming back to, which is, uh, I love Coppola, uh-huh. always vouch for Apocalypse Now. And um, there's a, I love his commentary tracks, if you've never heard them, they're really, oh, they're, really good. they're incredible. Yeah, so good. Um, and he's got one, I think for Apocalypse Now, where he explains like, so much of that movie was asking a question it was like he had these questions and he was constantly asking asking questions and i feel like for this one so much of the early genesis was wanting to know wanting to use all this footage and find out for myself what what it all meant what was what are these ideas about like what is going on and so much of it was found sort of like on location or in editing and it was, really was an exploratory process of finding the movie because we had different ideas and little, you know, goalposts that we would hit, you know, every couple minutes in the movie that we knew we had to do. But in between, it was really like trying to find the truth of it and trying to just trying to figure out what this all meant to us. And I don't know, I guess you, you tell me if I succeeded in that, but, you know, I, I that, that was the driving that okay good
0: (laughs) so so then wow that so what was your your crew was it just you and your two brothers
1: uh me and yeah my brother was the actor and we had some friends like in and out kind of like hey can you uh hold the boom today you think like can you come by and you know i'll give a hundred bucks it was kind of that thing like we had um, of course people kind of in and out and but often it was just me and my brother and it was like i'd set up the recorder and start the audio going and then it was like just like the scene you're talking about the dustman coming down the stairs i think maybe that only took a half hour to shoot like it was just like really really fast just like moving the camera around like no lighting it was all natural lighting and just like moving around like it's get, get this angle get that one get that and it really was all intuition it really was just like i didn't storyboard anything it was just really like what is my what is my heart telling me about What's happening in the scene, and and how can we make that translate onto onto the video? And I don't know if that's a satisfying answer, but that really oh, was it totally out. is. <laughs> okay.
0: So then, then post post production, because you said you know you're you're a documentary filmmaker, so that's yeah. that's a very DIY kind of job mm-hmm. in and of itself. But was this you know was this edited and everything all by you? Did you did you have group yes. of people? No, just me. Wow
1: over a long period of time
0: that's (laughs) a lot like it was years year of course so when when was the film film proper finished like when was this thing ready to start showing to people
1: uh a couple weeks ago maybe Uh... what (laughs) yeah we uh we shot in 2014 is when we actually the summer 2014 is when we shot it and yeah there's been many cuts i mean it just slowly got better and better each year and and it's not like I was working on it every day it would be like six months would go by and I would just sort of hadn't even thought about it and then I'd, I'd have periods where I'd work on it for like three months straight really intensely every night and other periods where I didn't even want to look at it and before I knew it it was like shit did five years go by now seven years goes by and then it's just like oh, okay and then during quarantine it was just like I just have to finish this thing because it's just become a weight around my neck already and I just need, need to get it out there to move on. And that's kind of what this is about. Yeah, just kind of showing it to people and finding out what that was all about. You know, I still don't know if I have an answer really, but uh, I'm, I'm, maybe I'm getting one. You know, we'll see. See what happens. Love it.
0: So was, was Salem the first festival it's played at?
1: Yeah, that was the first time I'd ever seen it with anyone, any audience or anyone. Yeah.
0: And you, it played at, um, at Cinema Salem, right? Because mm-hmm. yeah. there's a few different places they play movies. So a cool, a cool since since you've been there now and you know, um, mm-hmm. S- Cinema Salem closed a couple of years ago, like right at the beginning oh. of the pandemic. Um, oh. n- not for the causes you'd expect. The, the owner owns a film production company and he just decided, hey, um, you know, I want to put my efforts into that. So I'm going to sell it. And the sale just didn't, really go through like the it, it didn't work out and so it took like a year and a half and then someone else ended up buying it and putting it back and so they were wow. able to get completely in line with the horror fest again and wow. a- agatha um from cinema spection actually w- works there i think she's there yeah I like met whole her. whole social media coordinator i'm pretty sure <laughs> she she does most of the chalk drawings on the things and before any of this, this this is back in 2014 now oh god or was it 2013 i I, don't, I got married in 2014 i i proposed to my wife there oh wow uh, so i had cut a movie trailer because we you know of like our whole life like up to that point point. and my oh, brother wow. makes local movies for for the web and so i said okay and we've done this before we've played movies at that theater before. So my brother said, I need you and Chris to come and check out a, a pre-screening just with me of this movie I made. That's going to play on and you guys helped me make it. It's going to play next week. And I need you to come tonight. And we're like, cool. We'll have a night out with Bob. It'll be awesome. And he couldn't show up cause he got stuck at a screening and then my video played instead. <laughs> and it was awesome. Wow. And, uh, so you get to be at the theater that I did that at. I, it's kind of silly, but now you know a little <laughs> bit more about me. Um,
1: That's awesome.
0: Yeah, Salem. Salem. I, Lynn. Lynn is one city away from Salem, so you probably drove through Lynn to get there. Yeah,
1: I remember um, seeing that.
0: Yep. Yeah, and uh, I've you know I've grown up my whole life around that and them doing. It, it's funny the city has taken a really long time to accept the tongue in cheek fun part. Of the whole Halloween thing, even though they've I obviously make a lot of money off the tourism, you know, having your tourism based on the fact that we killed 16 innocent girls is <laughs> probably not the best thing in the world. So they yeah. tried to shy away. But this this horror fest has been a really because Kay, Kay Lynch, who runs it, is an event coordinator. That's what she does, <laughs> has done her whole life. So the fight has always been to ingrain this in as much of Salem as possible. not have it be some weird thing. You have to go to some basement to watch, but have it be, no, the horror fest is the city. Like come here and be part of it. You know? And I, I really like what they're doing and I love getting to meet awesome people like you that are, I mean, the fact that I'm, I'm literally watching a movie that only the people at this festival have seen so far is the (laughs) coolest thing. Yeah. You know, like, I, I, I really, I want this to be huge for you. I, I, I really do. This People <laughs> need to see this thing.
1: I hope so. Jeez. I mean, we'll see. I mean, it's not for everyone and I'm kind of seeing that in some of the reactions online where it's like, people are like, really, like, loving it and some people are like, eh. So it's like...
0: Yeah, that's okay.
1: Maybe for you, but for me, it's... Uh, uh, no,
0: <laughs> I, 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 that, that, that's more of a reassuring kind of thing, I think. Because uh, I've had to deal with when you put something out in the world, you're gonna get that, yeah. Um, you know, and it it's hard to it, the people that don't like stuff are usually louder, and that's the <laughs> that's sure. the harder part. <laughs> you seem pretty loud. Oh, thank you. I hope yeah. I'm not I'm not blowing out no. your beard. No,
1: you're good.
0: no uh, yeah, but um, what what I mean is I think I think the 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 community. Well, and again, you. This is this is in the horror drama, you know genre this fit in with this festival really well this is very thinky very surreal you know but this is this is horror. there's horrifying stuff even if it's like an existential horror more than anything else you got i think you're gonna get (laughs) you're gonna get a lot of fans out of this one so
1: (sighs) hopefully yeah we'll see i mean it's just it's coming out now so it's like a really weird weird time we're just trying to gauge what people think of it and true it's it's real it's weird. it's real weird
0: i i I can't wait to to see how the journey goes for you cause uh, you know, like i said i I interviewed five or six people last year, and yeah. though it was the same thing. This is the first time anyone's ever seen our movie or the second time, and you know three or four of them already have distribution deals nice, 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 you know, so I like that that threshold movie was two guys. Two actors and two iPhones, and now Arrow Video. I bought a copy of it on Blu-ray. <laughs> I gotta you
1: know? check it out. I gotta find out what that is.
0: It's awesome. It's it's wonderful, and th- there's a whole bunch of good stuff. Like there was it, again, where uh, I love promoting the other people too, but we're here to talk about your. But <laughs> please check check them out because I I want all of you to lift up together. This is you know, pe- people making movies themselves. Are getting great chances now because of all of these festivals.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, I was going to say, like, just just being there, like, um, I saw this one. I think it was called Wicked Game or Wicked yes. Games, One of those. Yeah, Wicked Game. Yeah, yeah. And it was so, it was like really polished and like so professional. Like, I was like so impressed by the acting and everything. And then right after it was, uh, I Need You Dead or I Want You Dead. Yep. What was that called? I Need You Dead. Yep. So I want different, dead too. Or I Need like You Dead. So, yeah. so different. So different, but they play so well next to each other. It's just like, yeah i loved uh, i wish i could be there for the second weekend but yeah salem was definitely i was really impressed with all the other movies salem's a late. trip yeah it's great
0: so yeah it, it's uh it's super late for me but this has been an unbelievable conversation i want to make sure i haven't missed anything that you want to tell the world so i'm going to give you the sounding board to you know give people another pitch for for landlocked or just talk about whatever but it's it's been an absolute pleasure
1: yeah i mean i don't want to sound like an old man i'm gonna i'm about to sound like an old man i'm sorry it's gonna happen but i mean if, if you're if you're into stuff that's unusual and you haven't seen it before and you're tired of certain things that go on in, in, in a lot of horror movies and you want something different then i think this is the way to go and you know i think the best thing you can say about it is it's not like anything else and that was why i made it and hopefully that's why people like it we'll see it all.
0: awesome and like like paul and i have said if you're listening to this and you're hearing it with right in the middle of salem horror fest this movie is going to be available to be seen again as part of the virtual festival which mm-hmm. hasn't started yet um it starts when the real festival is over and it's also part of Nightstream, which is happening right now Yep. As we're recording, I'm I'm gonna release this tonight. That's why I'm saying oh, nice. <laughs> Yeah.
1: Oh you're not gonna edit out all the all the bad answers I had? No, so, I mean
0: uh, do you want me to? <laughs> no. uh, it's
1: okay, I guess. Everyone no, I, no. I had some bad answers in there. Just so you know.
0: You did good. <laughs>
1: Thanks. No, this was fun um, I don't really get I mean, I don't really get to talk about the movie to Everyone I talk about it has seen it so many times. We're just like, yeah, the movie, right? You know? Yeah,
0: Paul, wow. So, yeah, the movie with the camera. <laughs> Woo. The movie with yeah. the camera. Hey, you were an adorable baby.
1: <laughs> Yay. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, to hear people interpret it the way you have and, and actually have, like, better ideas than even I've, like, thought about it, it's like, phew, it's, it's really rewarding. Yeah, it's it's really great, so
0: you 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 made something very special and i can Thanks, i can certainly attest to the fact that there is nothing like it this is this is in a genre all its own um and the fact that it evokes and it makes me think of things that are equally as weird and equally as ambitious is not to take away from it it just means you belong in a class beside all that stuff and that's huge and i i just get excited the more i hear about like you know, to me, the making of the movie is just as good. You, you can, like I said earlier, you can talk to someone about a movie you didn't like and end up thinking that that commentary of hearing them describe it makes that movie at least like you have like a special place in your heart for it. Right. Like, and and that's what I like about film is there's people behind the screen making this stuff that have stories and have experiences. And that's what your whole movie is about is you're putting all of those stories and experiences right there on screen for people to interpret Mm -hmm. and that's awesome
1: thanks man thanks for all the thanks for all the nice stuff you said about the movie
0: of course i i I can't wait for people to see it
1: that was what i needed to hear i needed to hear it
0: well i I appreciate it and i appreciate you um and please stay in touch i would love to you know see more of the stuff that you do and i would love to uh you know see this on the big screen myself someday so
1: it was a trip yeah that was great I crazy. can only imagine <laughs> you should definitely it's the way to see it it's the way to see it
0: great well um, thank you Paul for shooting the shit with Chippa thank you for um, you know wanting to get your movie out there and thank you Salem Horror Fest for giving this guy and his awesome movie a chance like seriously
1: I agree Salem Horror good good on you bye <laughs> bye